Let us take a moment to pray before we think about God's word. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Boys and girls, do any of you have a robotic toy? A toy that's electronic and programmed to do something. My daughter, Hope, has this robotic horse. It's programmed to make noises and move on these wheels or shake its head and turn its head if you brush it with a special comb or try and feed it some of its toy food. Or do you have a voice assistant? Maybe like Alexa or maybe you know an adult who has a Google Assistant or Siri on their phone. It's incredible how many things you can ask a voice assistant to do and, and the ways that they can make everyday life a little bit more simple. Alexa, add chocolate. I put chocolate on your shopping list. Thanks. You're welcome. Robots, computers and artificial intelligences are amazing. They can do many things that we can't. And places we can't go. For example, just last week a robot was launched to the planet Mars to go explore it because we're not ready to send human beings yet. Other times robots can seem very similar to us and do the same things as we do like Alexa talking and answering questions. But today's robots, computers and artificial intelligences are not able to make emotional choices. They might be good at, they might be good at playing your favourite music for you, but they can't choose to be someone's friend. And they don't make decisions that aren't good for them. But we can choose to be friends with people and we can make bad choices. I wonder if you could design a robot or voice assistant to help with something, what would that be? Would it be to do your homework? Would it be to cut the grass, iron the clothes, make the dinner? I'll give you 30 seconds to think or talk about that at home. If you like, put up in the live chat what your design would help with. Sometimes the choices we make though can have unexpected consequences. Like if you designed a voice assistant to do all your homework, then you would miss out on learning important things. And that could make life boring or hard when you get older. Or if you wanted a robot to do all your cooking, then you wouldn't know how to make a delicious meal for your family. 
and you might end up feeling a bit useless or miss out on that incredible feeling of serving others. So the choices we make can have unexpected consequences. The younger son in our story today made some choices. Can you remember what they were? First, he made the choice to ask his dad for money. Money. Not just a little money. This son was asking for all the money that he would only get when his dad had died. Basically, he was saying, Dad, I wish you were dead now so that I can get what's coming my way. That doesn't seem like a good choice to hurt the people around us. Or, or what about his choice to use that money in a bad way? He was selfish with it and wasted the money. In fact, he made so many bad choices with his money that he ended up poor, homeless, and left with a job that no one would want. More bad choices. So the choices we make can have unexpected consequences. Sure, it seemed like a great idea to ask for the money and to go spend it in the way he did, but the end result showed that his choices were poor choices. But why was Jesus telling this story? What choices was he thinking about? Well, before Jesus started telling this story, we read these words. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus, but the Pharisees and teachers of the law muttered, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Here was Jesus sitting with a bunch of people who had made some bad choices. Tax collectors had chosen to betray their country and their neighbours, often to get rich. Sinners had chosen to reject God's ways and live the life they wanted. And both groups would have known the bad choices they made. Both groups could resonate with the younger son and might be thinking, you know, that's just like my life and the bad choices I've made. Now everyone knew that tax collectors and sinners were not the best people. Everyone knew you shouldn't hang around with them, yet here was Jesus doing that. And this really bothered the religious leaders of the day because if Jesus really was the promised Messiah, then why was he hanging out with them rather than doing what was expected? And so Jesus tells a story. He tells a story about choices, about the choices we make and the choices God makes. And both our choices and God's choices have consequences. All of us at one time or another have made a choice like the younger son. Because the father in the story is a picture of God. And we make choices all the time to tell God to take a hike. We make choices all the time that tell God we don't care for him. We make choices all the time that say, I want my life but I don't want you, even though God gave us this life. How do you think that makes God feel? How do you think it feels when the person you love tells you something like that? I'll give you another 30 seconds to talk or think about that at home.
In Jesus' day, everyone knew that tax collectors and sinners had told God to take a hike, that God and his priorities could die for all they cared. For those choices, the religious leaders expected consequences, dire consequences, a complete rejection by God. But Jesus' story took an unexpected turn. Do you remember what happened? The younger son realised his mistakes and so he decided to head home. He made another choice, but this time a good choice. He chose to turn back and prepared himself to say sorry. And then what happened? What was the reaction of the father? Did the father reject the son? Did he? No. I'm sure that's what people expected to hear, but Jesus told a different story. He revealed an unexpected choice of God. The father welcomed home the younger son. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, kissed the son and celebrated the son's return. That final choice of the son had another unexpected consequence. Because he didn't expect to be welcomed home. But that is what happened. For the father chose to forgive him and lavish his love upon his son. I wonder, have you made that choice of the younger son? Have you chosen to return to Father God? Have you asked to be forgiven for your wrong choices and your daily rejection of God? Maybe today is the day when you will finally make that good choice. But what if you've already made that choice? What if you would already say you are a Christian? Well, I was really struck by the interview with the scientist this morning. Because at the end, she said this. Opportunities to make choices to trust in God or not are always coming up in life. And so it's important to keep choosing him. It's not just once. It's not just once. So where are you needing to choose God in your life just now? Is there an area of your life where you need to go God's way rather than your own? Is there a decision you need to make, but will you let God in on that decision? Is there a hard situation in your life and you have a choice about whether to trust God in that time or not? Where are you needing to choose God today. It was Jesus who earlier in the book of Luke said, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Where do you need to take up your cross? Where do you need to choose to trust God? I do pray 
that today each of us, from the youngest upwards, might choose to follow Jesus in concrete ways by choosing to put our trust and keep our trust in him. So why don't we take a moment now to pray? Heavenly Father, we all have ways that we need to trust you. An area of life, a decision before us. Maybe even that most eternal and precious choice of all, of whether to follow you or not, to return to you or not. And so in a moment of stillness, we bring before you that area of greatest relevance for each of us. And we name it before you. Help us to choose your way, Father. Help us to keep trusting you. And for any Lord who need to make that choice to trust you for the first time, to turn to you, Lord, help them. Give them grace, I pray. And if you're listening just now and you want to and need help with words to pray that prayer, then repeat with me just now. Father God, I turn back to you. I don't know all that this means, but I choose you today. Forgive me those times I went my way. I receive your forgiveness. Help me to keep choosing you every day. Give me your spirit, Father God. And I thank you for the gift of your spirit. I choose you today, in Jesus' name, Amen.